In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It's the real stories behind success. You know, you take money off the table, what are you left with? Well, today we're going to go up Success Mountain with a good friend of mine. His name is Bo Henderson. My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and this is episode number 35. You know, Bo is the founder and CEO and author of The Rich Life, and he's going to explain how you can make your retirement not be so damn confusing. He's going to break it down into simple terms and help you plan for your future today. So let's get this interview going. Please welcome to the show from Atlanta, Georgia, Bo Henderson. How's it going, Tony? I am excited to be here. Man, I'm excited. So here's the first question everybody gets asked. Oh, boy. Uh, What is your definition of success? My definition of success would be, you know, it's kind of funny with what we're queuing up today. I would call that my definition of a rich life. It's kind of a lot of the interchangeable language, but it would be living at the beach on the sound at the Outer Banks of North Carolina, helping a dozen or so clients get clarity around what it is that absolutely lights them up and being successful with both money and life, living their definition of a rich life. And in doing that for others is kind of creating my definition for myself. So that would be the ultimate definition of success to me. How did you grow up? Did you grow up in a what type of environment? Was it conducive to the rich life or did it something like, was this born kind of this whole desire, this need to kind of go into this career, this passion based off of something that you didn't have and that you saw other people have and you wanted to do some investigation around it? I would say, Tony, I grew up very middle class. I had a hardworking father that was a landscaper, had a small business growing up. Mom was a delivered male for 35 years. So definitely wasn't, I learned it from the modeling I had that you worked hard for what you had, but I also was blessed to learn that people were what's really important. So I did have some nice modeling growing up, but definitely- Brothers and sisters? I have a sister that's 13 years younger than me. Okay. So it's a little bit different because I was- going to college by the time she was really old enough to do stuff with and and play with and things like that. But yeah, so that was what really made this transition. It's funny, you brought up my family is when my dad passed away, he was only 49 years old. I was going to be a psychologist. I was all into behavior, mental health, interning in those fields. And he passed away at 49. My mom that he had been married to since he was 18 was left with his small business and a couple pieces of real estate. And I came home and immersed in helping her through that. And that's kind of what got me switched to the track of financial planning. I like it. I don't like the fact that you lost your dad, but I like the fact that clarity was kind of born out of that. What do you think your life would have been if you would have gone down the other path? You know, it's funny. I see, I always thought it was bizarre that I had this, by the time I was really established in my career, I had a background in both behavior and finance. And I thought it was a really odd combination, psychology and finance. And what I realized, I enjoy coaching people. I enjoy helping people move towards what they want to go toward or what they want to accomplish. It just happened that, that financial planning gave me an avenue to help them in a way, you know, we get your money, we have the right amount of financial literacy, we can move towards goals. So it became a tool. But if I didn't have financial planning, I think I would have still been working in some kind of a capacity to help people go from where they are to where they want to go, whether it was coaching or whatever role that might take. Yeah. And and I've always got that. Anytime I've ever hung out with you, I realize that there's this deep seated need to want to help people. And I think 
if you're talking about that vision of 12 people on a beach, helping them to plan their life. Uh, we were talking a little bit before the show about the different types of clients right. that you work with and kind of the amount of, I think, diversification that you see and also have faced yourself just kind of in growing up. You know, imagine, you know, being a kid coming home, losing dad at 49. You know, you obviously see your mom. You just said all of a sudden now she has this business. She was doing the post office. Now she's in the smack dab and, okay, I got these other little businesses and things going on. Like, what do I do? And here comes Bo. Like Bo coming in to like put on maybe a new pair of glasses to kind of see some things differently. And out of that, you were kind of just getting ready to kind of go down this path of being a financial advisor. This is kind of something that birthed out of that. What kind of struggles did you face trying to help your mom go from what did we really get into? And is this something we really want to do? And should maybe we just kind of sell everything and move on? What kind of early challenges did you face? Well, what really was eye-opening to me was really, Tony, mom was just out of it. Again, she'd been married to dad since she was 18 years old. She was just out of it for two years. So I felt a pressure that I needed to take the role of dad all of a sudden and handle these things. So as I dived in, the challenges were what I learned in the field of money and finance and the laws and the rules, that it's very it can be very complex and there's a lot to learn, but that was also something that kept me in the field because I realized I'd never get bored. Mm. But one of the biggest takeaways I had during that period of time, it became very clear to me in those important transitions in life, if there's not people that will step in and help people through that, there's 10 people that will show up to take advantage of them. Mm. So that was really a foundation of my passion to do the financial planning because it's all revolved around transitions in life if you think about it. You know, deaths, births, college, divorces. So that's really where I saw an opportunity to to really work in those transitions, so to speak. And when did you start your business? What year? I started working in in the financial field in two thousand and three. Okay. And since two thousand eight, I've been I've created my own business with the Rich Life Advisors. Yeah, and you know, during the intro, we were talking a little bit about. I mean, you've had a very successful career you know, the author of a a book that just recently went from kind of its status to now being published and pushed out. Like we were talking about just thousands of more people are going to be getting this. Now this stuff that you're doing, you've got a lot of opportunities to write, author, you were on television recently, your radio host. And so, and you got this rich life financial advisory business. So what do you do? Because I'm going to ask this question in the end, but I just kind of want to get a little taste out of the rich life, right? Right? When I think of like the rich life, I'm like, all right, I asked you my definition of success. What's the rich life definition that you kind of help your clients to really see for themselves? I think what resonates, you talk about the book and the TVs and the different things I've had opportunity to do. I think what resonates with people at the core is this concept that we talk about of true wealth, meaning my story going beyond helping mom with her deal for the next several years, I did buy a lie that the world sells us that the more stuff I accumulate, the more things I have, that was my worth, that was my value. I bought into all the marketing and everything we have since we're little bitty kids. And what I realized about eight years into working as a financial advisor, there was a disconnect between that belief and what I saw my older clients that had lived well and worked well. They were telling me, hey, I wouldn't trade all my money, my, all my assets that I have, period, for these relationships, time with my kids, my grandkids, my significant other. Or if I had one more day with that spouse mm-hmm. I lost, I would trade everything for that. 
And then I started hearing things like it's those memories, those experiences that we created. So one of my things that's different with financial planning, it's about let's build into the planning just instead of having enough income to cover our expenses. Let's build into experiences because that's really the stuff life's made of. So that's when I started talking about, I think we think that if we're just rich, quote unquote, that we'll be happy if we have more stuff, if we have more money. But I think if we're really honest and step back beyond that surface level, there's a true wealth that's really about, let's use money in an appropriate way as a tool to create a life that's meaningful, fulfilling, and absolutely lights us up. And that's really what the philosophy has been about. Yeah, I can relate. Like I get that, right? And I and I think we've talked offline a little bit about my philosophy long be fulfilled and really helping people to kind of see for themselves. You know, it's like less than keeping up with the Joneses and more about cool when the Joneses are gone. Right. What are you gonna have left? Right? What are you preparing for yourself? How does your retirement life look? What are the experiences you're enjoying now? Cause if you have that mindset of someday instead of today right? I'm going to start living. You know, someday when I get done with this job and I'll get to this time in my life when I finally, my wife and I, we have our kids and grandkids and we want to go on our, you know, 60 year anniversary trip. I'll start living my life then. But until then I'm just going to work. And I bet you anything, if I digested this some more and got this all the way chunked down to really small little bites for everybody, that your whole philosophy is to start living today, but within your means, but also to dream big about the things that you want. Start living today that life or moving towards that life. But the thing I find, Tony, is a lot of people have no clarity around what that is. They're still living somebody else's definition. And that's what's so what I found so powerful and flexible and why this message has worked for nine or 10 years now and continues to grow is that we can identify what a rich life is for you. You know, you kind of asked me a version of that, but I can't tell you this is what a rich life should be. It should be having this much in the bank doing this, this, and that, because we all have our own definition. And I see so many people sleepwalking through life full of discontent because they're living somebody else's definition of what they think they should do or what somebody thinks they should be. And they're missing the life that's really that fulfilled, best use, best, the fulfilling life. You know, I'm using your words, but that's really what a rich life is, living a fulfilling life. Yeah. And you know, it's so crazy because there's two thoughts that come to my mind. Number one, Bob Proctor said it from stage and I've kind of used it, you know, and he says it maybe a little differently, but it's just a stop playing it, playing the extra in your life, right? Stop being an extra in your own movie. Start like taking the lead, right? And I think making that move to having a financial advisor is a lead, right? That you can do early on in your life. You don't have to say, I have all of this. You can start small. You can chunk down and actually start getting to the sense where, hey, I need some support. I need some help. I need some resources. And you know, what are some things that you could tell an audience member right now listening, how they could start small today if they're not necessarily ready to go move their portfolio you know, completely over and start having you and your team look under the hood and start making it some advice and giving them some suggestions. What can people start doing today to begin to live that rich life? The biggest thing that, that I always start any kind of anything that, that has to do with where can we start, it starts with clarity. That when it comes to finances, if somebody will actually take the time to go through the exercise of knowing exactly where they stand today, what's coming in, what's going out, what are the assets, what are the, the liabilities? I call it knowing your numbers. You won't believe this. This shocks people, Tony, but we surveyed a thousand people that came through the office and one out of 20 actually knew their numbers and had clarity because we get busy. We don't want to think about it. It might sure. not be what we want it to be. But the truth is, when we have clarity, there's an empowering thing that happens is that, okay, we actually know where we are. Now we can start moving towards where we want to go to. So when we talk specifically about the financial piece, 
one thing with this rich life philosophy and message that I really try to make clear is that it's not either or. It's not all, hey, let's go live this meaningful, happy, fulfilling life and forget about the money. No, I want you to have $100 million in the bank plus whatever that is. And I want you to, to utilize that as a tool to live that life that does everything you want it to do. So that's really the thing. Now, at your website and your company, do you have tools that people can kind of like quickly do an assessment on where they're at? And do you have some tools that you can lend people so that they can quickly say, hey, you know what? Or maybe direct them towards a resource not on your website that you say, hey, man, best to know your finances. Here's the things that you need to be asking. These are the questions you should be looking at your statements trying to figure out. Like, what kind of resources would you recommend for somebody? One of the places to start is the Rich Life 10 Investments for True Wealth. Upon initial launch, we got it out to over 25,000 people. I'd like to get this book in a million people's hands. And we're about to make it available at richlifebook.com as a free plus shipping offer. Get the book, just cover the shipping, and we'll send that out to you. But you ask about resources. With that book, I created a free workbook that any of these things we're talking about, like investment one is clarity that we were just talking about. And it actually walks you through the exercise of knowing where you stand today, Mm. because if we don't know where we are, we're just guessing and dreaming and we have no hope of getting to where we want to go. All right. So we got some resources. We're talking to Bo Henderson today. We're talking about losing his dad when his father was 49. Mom worked for the government (laughs) delivering mail, had a great life, great career, 49, man, so young, and then try to figure it out. Bo was kind of like, hey, I'm going to be a psychologist. So I kind of have this idea of wanting to understand. Now he's in the financial advisor business, and I'm coming to start understanding how these tools are intertwined. So like you had a passion and a dream and a desire, but you had to pivot a little bit, make some adjustments. Now you're helping people to kind of pivot and make adjustments in their life so they can begin to live the rich life today, not someday, today. What we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break on the Be Fulfilled Show. We're going to come back talking to today's special guest, Bo Henderson. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. All right, we are back on the Be Fulfilled Show today. Special guest, Bo Henderson. Right before break, we were talking about his new book that's out available today, free plus shipping and handling. Just go to richlifebook.com and pick up a book. Fabulous Fabulous. I have the actual copy of it. I think, you know, from a resource standpoint, I love your kind of points on the back, right? I think it's a like a, what's going to happen when I read this book? And then all of a sudden you start looking, I'm like, all of these things can happen. You're like, all of these things can happen. And it's because you begin to think differently. And that's the one thing that I, I think is such the big resource that so many people, they say, you know, I don't have the time. Well, if it's important, I think you begin to find the time. You also be say to yourself, well, that's not me right now. That's fine. Stop comparing yourself to everybody else and start realizing that you just have to start. And then what steps can I take to actually get me to maybe a goal that I have in mind? Just start, right? Save a penny today, two tomorrow. You got three the next day. And if you do that again, before you know it, you've got a lot of pennies and a lot of pennies add up to a lot of money. But here's the deal. Start picking up your pennies. Stop just not keeping track of the resources, the money. You were talking a little bit about kind of knowing your numbers, right? The importance of knowing what's in, what's out, assets, liabilities, all that stuff. And when's the last time that you just stopped for a moment and looked under the hood? You know, so many of us just get in the car and drive, but 
if you know, the only thing we're used to doing is putting gas in the car and from occasionally some air in the tires, man, if we don't take care of that financial part, that's the engine. That's the thing that takes us to all these great experiences you're talking about, like living the rich life, living the good life. If we don't spend any time in there, one day we're going to come home and there is no engine. It's dropped and that car is almost worthless because now what? Right. So that's kind of like the ideas that I've been getting today. Just talking to you, Bo, is this is importance of knowing your numbers, looking under the hood, like get the book, go get the book today, play the small little shipping and handling fee, get the rich life book and, and look at, even if you only took a couple things today from Bo and, and they'll be applicable to your life. I think you're going to begin to understand, wow, like I got all the resources. Now what? Well, Either you're interested or you're committed to understanding how to live the good life. And we are back with Bo Henderson. Bo, I want to say thank you just for being here today and sharing a little bit. You know, when we went to break, you're like, I don't normally talk like this. I, you know what I mean? I'm not like into these types of conversations because what kind of conversations are you traditionally having with people? Well, a lot of the conversations, I just haven't, it's been a while since I went back. You know, this philosophy came together for me around 2008. And I've been working and sharing this philosophy. But what we've done today that's been kind of enjoyable is I kind of got, we've kind of gone back to the beginning of the story and some of the things that were kind of the foundational aspects of this idea of living a rich life. And and one of the things as you were doing the intro back into the show, Tony, it made me think is, you know, we talked about knowing your numbers and that clarity piece. You know, money is just an entry point for us because we all have to deal with it. But the same thing applies. We need clarity around where we are with our physical health, our relationships, anything in our life. So I think if I could say anything else to add to the foundation we're building is this philosophy is that I believe you can have it all, but you need a process and a system to help get you there. And I can use a metaphor with money because that happens to be something I spent most of my life doing and I'm good at to apply it to the other areas of life. Because at the end of the day, the principles of success, they transcend all those areas. Yeah. I mean, you've heard the saying, like, how you do anything is how you do everything. Right. Right. If your principles around health are awesome and you apply them to your finances, I'm pretty darn sure that your finances would be awesome. Right. If you're suffering in your marriage, I bet you can look under the hood and see some other areas in your life that's not doing well. So, no, I love it, Bo. I mean, I think a couple things also. What does this book mean to you? What does the Rich Life book like really mean to you? Like, I, I want to know because, you know, I, everybody has these ideas and dreams. And I mean, everybody that I've talked to in the entrepreneurial space, they're like, I want to launch a book. I'm, I want to put a free plus shipping offer out. But you said something right before break. You said, I want to get this book and resources into a million people's hands. Right. That's a really lofty goal. There's, you know, over significant chunk of billions of people on planet Earth. And you're like, I'm happy with a million. Right. But where did this come from? Well, the passion is, and anybody that's wanting to write a book, one of the things I'll say, because I've I've actually written seven different kinds of books over the last several years, but the reason this book is special to me and this philosophy is special is because I believe in it to the core of who I am and what I am. And I've seen how it impacts lives and the conversations I've had with people over the years. And I want to have that impact on a bigger scale. And I don't know if I I should say it's selfish or not, but I can only meet with so many people over the course of a year. But if I can get this in a million families' hands, I know that maybe this tool could be a legacy that goes on far beyond what I could have the capacity to to impact the world with otherwise. So that's really that. I mean, it's this is a philosophy I believe in that even if I never made a penny doing it, I would still do it because I believe I'm here to share this message. Yeah. And that's, you know, when we met in San Diego at an event, we were sitting talking and we were having kind of a little in-depth conversation about 
life and business relationships. And I think I asked you a little bit about your personal life, right? I just, you know me, man, I'm not here to sugarcoat anything. I'm, I'm going to figure <laughs> out how to get to the heart of the matter as fast as I can. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a little bit of the rich life, whole book, everything that we're talking about into the fulfillment round. But I want to know on a personal thing, because you, you made an important point, right? Like if you're doing well in your finance, you need to be doing well in your personal. Now you've been on this big, big, giant health kick, right? Mm-hmm. You've been really, I think you took a little space in a car and you put a little like four cylinder engine and all of a sudden you've got this massive, massive engine now inside you, which is you have fueled a giant health movement in your life. What kind of journey did you go on that transcended from, hey, I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, hey, I'm not happy with this guy to actually making health become such an important factor in your life? How did that happen? You know, Tony, it was one of those hard conversations we have to have with ourselves sometimes is there was something inside I knew wasn't right. And I realized I was having an integrity problem for a person whose role to be the rich life guy and to be sharing this message with the world with the tagline of living a healthy, wealthy, fulfilled life on purpose. And I was hundred pounds overweight. I realized that was out of integrity and that that was going to hold me back until I addressed it. So I used that as a point to start from of being, Hey, this is about my impact in the world being the best version of who I am and all the goals I have and all the things I want to do, they're at risk unless I address this. So it was one of those things about being a little bit out of balance. I'd spent a lot of focus and emphasis on growing this business the last 15, 16 years, and I'd let my health slide. And I realized we need to have it all and it needs to be a balance of things that work for the best version of what we are. I like it. So tell me, what has your life been like after you go on this journey? Like how different is it for you today? The biggest thing, the biggest difference, and this was the intention was I was sick of not having energy. I didn't have energy for the opportunities that were showing up. So having more energy, sleeping better now with me saying things have been better and and just feeling more in my skin is what I represent and what I believe in when I'm, when I'm talking, when we're, when I'm out in public, I just feel like more like the rich life guy than this out of integrity person sharing this message. But to be fair to the journey has come with ups and downs. There's been backslides and then coming back and coming back. So it's still, it's continually that progress towards, I say it's a journey. It's learning to be content in the journey towards where we're going as opposed to saying, hey, here's a destination. Because if that's what we think is going to make us happy, we're going to be disappointed. All right. Well, Bo, I just want to say it's an absolute honor to, you know, you go up success mountain in life, right? We're all trying to get somewhere. I think that's, I think we all have this vision of what we want our life to look like. And you also did this back and forth, as you were just saying, kind of in your journey of health, right? Mm-hmm. That there's those days where you start climbing and you lose a few steps. But right. as long as you're consistent and you stay committed to climbing, I think you're in a better spot. And so what we're going to do is we're going to transition Bo Henderson into the fulfillment round today. A bunch of random questions that have no phone a friend capabilities. Oh, boy. There's no right or wrong. There's make up <laughs> stuff if you need to. But no, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm here to love on you. However... I'm hoping your financial advisory and clients and people that you work with learn some new stuff about you today. So that's my goal. My commitment is not to come out of this going, yep, knew all that about Bo. I'm here to see if I can't rattle a few nuts and bolts and try to see if we can't make Bo get a little squirrely in his seat. So if you're ready, Bo, I'm ready. All right, let's do it. So um, where were you born, Bo? Atlanta, Georgia, where I am today. All right. So what's your biggest fear about moving away from Atlanta? I guess the biggest fear would be being away from what I know 
between not just people, relationships, family, my mom, my sister, my grandparents, but I just know what it's like. I've, my life has been, I, I was born in Atlanta, went to school in Athens at the University of Georgia, about an hour away and came back to Atlanta. So that's been what I know. So I guess that would be the biggest unknown. And the other thing I guess I would have to say is I have a pretty substantial client base here. So I guess there's a little, that's a little different too, can kind of hold you to a place a little bit. Growing up, if you had to choose Star Trek or Star Wars, what would you have found yourself watching? Star Wars, all the way. Favorite episode? of Star Wars? Well, my favorite Star Wars movie was Return of the Jedi. Really? Mm-hmm. I hated the Ewoks. I thought they were horrible. It they was were the like reminding me of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Didn't belong in the trilogy. I get it that there was puppeteers wanting to make some funky things happen, but oh, horrible. If you were stuck <laughs> out on a desert island, which doesn't seem really applicable to living in Atlanta, but you were stuck out on a desert island uh-huh. and you needed to bring a couple people with you, three, and you could bring three food items to survive for, let's say, 30 days, what would you choose and why? Oh, wow. So three people and three food items? Mm-hmm. I'd bring Tabitha, my girlfriend, because she's, she's truly my best friend. I would bring my friend Carl because he's one of the most resourceful people I know, and I think that could come in handy if I was stranded. In the third person, who would be my third person? If you're not one of the third, one of the three, don't don't feel bad. Okay, I would bring myself. Thank you. That that helped me a lot. Okay, three items, and this is just completely random. And and people that know me would would laugh about this. I would definitely have to have some kind of walnuts, nuts, almonds, walnuts, cheese, cheddar cheese, walnuts and cheese. Those are kind of food staples that help me on that journey. You're, you're going to be like as skinny as a toothpick if you. Eat it. <laughs> So give me what else you got. One more. Well, let's see. If I had a third thing I had Would to you have. Bring, like, being, like bring some beer or something like to keep you going? I like the way you're thinking. Um, beer, but, cheese, and nuts, right? Like I don't think you could go wrong. Like, I think that sounds like a – I'm actually – that sounded pretty good. I like beer, cheese, and nuts. That sounds like a good book too. Beer, cheese, and nuts with Bo Henderson. How you can drink, how you can crack, and how you can enjoy the cheese. On this Living episode of The Rich Life. Beer, cheese, and nuts. I like it. <laughs> All right. So what's something on your bucket list that you're committed to achieving this year that isn't related to the book, Tabitha, that's really something for you, that for you personally this year? A bucket list goal for me this year, I would have to say, and I'm this is what I'm was this coming up for me as you asked me this, because this was the very first idea when I started the Rich Life concept in 2008, and it's to go to Costa Rica. Okay. So I can count on you. If I fast forward a year, we listen to this episode again in a year. Mm -hmm. You have gone to Costa Rica. One better. And I'm going to invite, I'm going to have at least a half a dozen people there with me. Join me on that trip. All right. So we're putting this out into the universe that Bo Henderson. Now, is this part of your consulting program or are you just randomly going to take five of the Be Fulfilled audience no, members to join you? No, I, we could do that. It, it very well works that way. But but I see this, I had this vision that really inspired me to have rich life experiences. And it's where you're coming around like-minded people to create an experience, invest in those relationships. Then we'll do some other cool stuff around finances and other things that, that you're interested in. I think you're challenging me, which I love today, to put that first one on the books. Well, you know, that there's a couple of reasons why I love, I love the fact that you're like Costa Rica. I've got my good friend, he was my first guest on my show, Omar Pinto. He lives there. Another friend of mine, Rome Zah, lives there. And I need to make a trek there. 
Perfect. So I may just be one of those people. So I want to brainstorm this out because I think, you know, when you start talking, right, here's what's crazy. And I think anybody listening today should be thinking about this in their life. Part of like getting ready to do something is to get to the part where you just get to dream, play, fantasize. Mm-hmm. Like you just begin to think, all right, cool. So I'm going to go to Costa Rica. I want to bring six of my friends or six people with me. Okay, cool. Where do you want to stay? You know, three stories, two stories. Do you want to have a chef? Do you want to have maid service daily? Like, you know, do you want to have it close to where you can take excursions, right? It's so easy to say, hey, I'm going to go to Costa Rica. Now, my job really is to challenge you to keep planning all that stuff out, right? Because if I was coming to your agency and we were going to sit down and we were going to talk about my finances, you've got a plan. But a lot of people don't have a plan other than, hey, I'm going to go on a trip. Well, that's a really wide statement. So, over the next so many weeks, days, I'm going to get on the phone and we're going to hone that in. And I can't wait till you're like, here's your invite. Well, I know this already. So you can see it's been a vision. It's going to include a canopy tour, whitewater rafting and fishing. I like it, man. I think so. you got a lot of good stuff figured out. So this is Bo Henderson. We're talking about his free plus shipping offer today. His new book's out. Go to richlifebook.com. He wants to give you a copy. I mean, that's literally what it is. What happens if somebody wants an autograph copy? How does that work? I tell you what, somebody wants an autographed copy. If you let Tony know, why don't we say something? We'll do five books. If somebody lets you know, Tony, they heard this conversation on the Be Fulfilled show, I'll reserve five copies special for that. Cool. So here's how you get that. So you can message me and say, hey, I heard your discussion with Bo Henderson. I want to get an autographed copy of the book and we'll figure out how to make that happen for you. All right. So the first five people, you know, the interesting part that I've learned about you, Bo, is that you talked about in the beginning, we've talked about in the middle, and we're kind of still talking about in the end. That definition of success, right, is that the ability to enjoy experiences. You know, and I'm flashback to your dad, and I'm flashback to 49, whole life ahead of him. And what type of experiences do you remember your dad was able to create for you growing up that you remember? You know, it taught me so much, and it was one of those things, I don't know if people can relate to this. Growing up, I didn't feel like I had a great relationship with my dad, but once I was grown, we became great friends the last couple of years because I realized he just wasn't quite as affectionate as my mom's side of the family and was spending all his time working. So I had opportunities that he never had. It took me being grown to understand that and realize that. But one of the things I talked, there was an article I wrote a while back about how to become immortal. And my dad was the impetus for this story. And it's that what I remember was, He spent from the time I was five years old to the time I was 12 years old, he spent three or four days a week coaching me in football and the teams all the way up until we got into middle school. And I didn't think about it at the time because I didn't know any different, but to realize that he took that time and those, you know, out of any trip we took, any vacation, any gift I got, it's looking back at that time he spent with me when I know how busy he was. I know how finances were stressful at certain points in our family's lives, that he spent that time with me. That's the thing I wouldn't trade for anything in the world. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that touching moment, you said something too, which was interesting, which was, you know, kind of growing up, it was difficult, but towards the last couple of years, it was intentional, right? There was some intentional time spent. You got a chance to kind of spend some quality time. I, you know, the one thing I still remember about my dad, he was, he worked all the time, loved helping people, loved doing what he did, but I never tossed a baseball with my dad. I never threw a football right. with my dad, never shot hoops with my dad. And so, you know, I'm like, get goosebumps kind of just even talking about this. And those are some experiences that I wish I could have changed. Right. So what I've been able to do is to do that with my kids. 
to make sure that they, and that's that mortal legacy we're talking about, right? Like leaving something longer than you around. And you can do that in your finances. You can do that in your relationships. You can, you can do that. It's not too late, but you can just start right now. And so I'm reminded of that today. So I just want to say thank you for being a guest, coming on the show. In the show notes, everything that we talked about and so much more is going to be available. So come over to TonyGrebmeyer.com, look for Bo Henderson's episode, and you will get everything that you need. So if you're listening on a plane, train, or an automobile, or if you're sitting at your desk, whatever it may be, just know we have a bunch of resources for you. My whole commitment with the Be Fulfilled show is helping people to live their best life. And I think somebody did a very good job today of coming on and showing you how it's possible and how not to miss out on the opportunities, how to take the lead back as rather being a stand in in your life. Like instead of letting somebody else do it, just take control, get an assessment, figure out your finances of your flow, know your numbers, know where you're going, know what you're up to, start creating and planning those experiences, start living your best life today, not someday. So Bo, I want to say thank you for being a guest today. Hey, Tony, I appreciate it. And I appreciate the conversation. And it's reminded me about what makes my life rich. And I hope if, if we leave our listeners with anything today is that maybe they think about that. What is it in my life that makes it rich? It's a good question to ask pretty often. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Bo Henderson. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. Until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at drainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever.